Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast with Julie Williams and VoiceOver Insider Editor Gary McFadden. I'm so glad you tuned in to our VoiceOver Insider Podcasts, where we bring VoiceOver Insider information directly to you. You can sign up to be notified every time we've got a new free podcast or other insider information regarding voiceovers at voiceoverinsider.com. I'm Julie Williams. And our guest this week is Joyce Castellanos, who um, is is pretty much known as the promo casting person in L.A. for, uh, well, for casting and also for training. She's worked for more than a quarter of a century as an audio director and producer for NBC, Disney Channel, Warner Brothers, uh, marketing the WB. She's uh, a trained voiceover actor and coach, recognized as a top promo trainer and um, an agent for promo trailers and narration with AVO Talent. Now, are you still with AVO? No, it would be a former former agent with AVO. Okay. No, I've been gone from there um, almost two years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, um, um, a year and a half, something like that. Yeah, March of, of 12, I think it was. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, and casting is... I'm, I do casting, but I don't do a lot of it. So people get confused. They think that, you know, I could put them in something at times, but it's not really too much on casting. But you have certainly done enough casting. That you'll I be have able done to- some casting. Yes. Yes, indeed. And, um, and I love it because uh, it gives me a chance to really utilize the, the number of people that come through that actually have something special and don't necessarily have an agent. I can also do that, but yeah, it's yeah. not the biggest part of what I do. Is that hard to do for somebody who wants to break into the promo industry? You know, we've heard it all that, you know, like Melissa Disney has it, or um, is it hard for somebody to uh, that's new that has what it takes to actually get in the door? Or they just is it kind of like a tight-knit group you can't get into? No, it used to be. It used to be a very tight-knit group. Now, because of the different affinity, affinity stations, the, the cable stations that are uh, certain um, types of programming for certain people, if it's food or sports or say maybe the, the history channel. I mean, there are so many different styles that are looked for now that if people have the, the training and they understand how to, to tell their stories, there's a lot of opening. Things are changing. I see things changing for women now at different stations and different networks. Um, it's all, it, it used to be a certain deep, resonant, in-your-face voice, and now it's across the board all over the place. So the opportunities are there, but you do have to, you do have to know what you're doing when you get in front of a producer. Are these opportunities for union or non-union or for anybody that has what it takes? Oh, that's such a good question. Promo is the one area that agents that are union agents and normally don't touch anything non-union, promo is the one area that is not governed by the union. Oh. Yes. So stations, cable stations that are no union, it's it's considered no union. They've never been captured. They've never been a union uh, company at all. So they're basically a no union and they are not governed by the union. Therefore, they can set their own prices. Mm -hmm. They can use people that are union or non-union people. 
Okay. So it's not, that's the one area that's not relegated by the union. So that implies that the range of pay for um, promo is way both ends of the spectrum. It is. It is. The um, certain stations will have an hourly rate mm -hmm. and they'll, they'll say, okay, X amount, say for argument's sake, $500 for an hour. But they okay. do five, 10 spots in an hour. Ah. Okay, so you're getting 500. If your network and it's 250 a spot and you're doing 10, that's $2,500. Okay. However, if, you know, that's one place might give an hourly rate. One may say, okay, so much for one spot, this for two spots, this for three spots. They have their own rate and their own way of doing it. Um, and, you know, you just have to be ready to accept or not. Right. Um, you know, the idea of even, even at 500 an hour, and yes, you, you know, you're losing a lot of money if it were network. But if you're working a couple days a week and you're, you're working every week per month, you're making a, a fairly good amount. It's nothing like it was at the network and, or is at the network national, you know, network level. Right. But that's what's happened with that part of the industry. And you, you have to decide, I mean, any, any promo work that you get, as long as it's not $50 a spot, you know, if they're offering, okay, you do this for $50, I, uh, it should not be, it should, nobody should take those. Right. People have to stop taking cheap work in order to value their own work and everybody else in the industry. Now, what about retainers? Are there any retainers in promo work like there are in radio imaging? There used to be and may still be at some of the networks, there may be contracts. Uh, and if that's the case, I remember when I was at the WB and we had contracts, they had a certain amount per day. And then and uh, for up to so many spots per month, okay. anything over that was calculated over and above. Many places are not doing contracts so the, the retainer value, there's not really a retainer for most places. The only thing that you may get is if you're contracted, you may get a daily rate. Okay. And now when you're doing promo and um, uh, they are running your, your promos throughout the station, but you're not contracted to necessarily get the work the next month, is this a buyout? Are you stuck forever not being able to work for another food channel or another children's channel because they can use your stuff in perpetuity? No, then they can't use it in perpetuity. A, a promo is for normally a 13 week run. Okay. If they do reruns and they start airing them again after the 13 week, they would then pay you your, your usage fee again, which okay. is the spot. If it's one spot, whatever your spot fee is so for network 250 and you do, um, you do say a network and a station spot. You would get the full pay on one and the tag rate on the other. And that's what you would get after the 13 weeks. Okay. But they're all bad. You're, you're in promo, you do not get residual okay. on anything. It's just, it's just in a cycle uh, that if the cycle comes up again. And usually, even if they're airing it again, they would probably 
could give a different tag or something. So they might have you come in and, and change the tag. What about promo for local TV stations? That is more of the news, uh, more of the affiliate reels where that would be more of the news. Right. Um, and that's imaging where you're um, basically giving the tone of the, the station uh -huh. and setting up the news and setting up the other programming that's coming along. So you are the identifiable voice of, the, uh, of that station. And that is also not highly paid. Okay. Okay. But those are usually, those are usually contracted for maybe six months or sometimes a year, but usually maybe a six month period. And they'll say, okay, we're going to pay you so much. We're going to use you twice a week and for half an hour, an hour. And this is the rate per session. Okay. And that's a contracted rate usually because they need to have the consistency. If it's a six month, at the end of six months, they'll renegotiate uh, the usage again. You know, it, and, and network, I know some people that have had network, not network, they were local stations, local you know, channels, and they had six years running, which was phenomenal. And then finally they changed over. But every, you know, if you can get something for six months and you you really, key in and they're not changing management and they're not changing style, you often can hold on to it for a while. Somebody wants to get into this industry, what is it that they have to do? What is step one? Or can you walk us through the few steps that they would go through? To start voiceover or promo? Promo. Okay, so promo, the, uh, the first thing would be to get training. You need to train you have to understand what it is to work to picture and or audio, which means, um, you know, if you're working to radio copy, you're not going to have any video, obviously. Uh, but both cases deal with an audio bed, something that's fixed time and has music, has sound bites, effects. So you have to be able to understand how to work with that because you need to create a, a timing clock. You have to understand how to tell your story and keep your rhythms and your characters going while you're being interrupted because that's where the, it's very different also from commercial. So the training is extremely important. You have to understand the styles that are out there. So definitely it's about watching television, listening to radio, listening to the spots that are made for radio, not the radio talent giving their quick reads because that's radio, uh, radio is different from television. So those that are spots that are produced for the radio or spots that are produced for television, you must understand the styles, the, the um, channels, what their personalities are, so it's a lot of homework first, looking at all the different places that have promos, understanding what kind of attitudes, personalities of the stations and the networks are, what their demographics are. There's a lot to be aware of. And there's a lot, it's, that's part of the mechanics of any, um, any genre is to understand the mechanics of it. Meaning, you know, the way it's, it's uh, cadenced and the way the flow goes. So with all that stuff first, once you get the training, you have to have your demo. You have to have a demo that reflects your 
your style and your marketability. Mm -hmm. You you have to really understand where you fit in the markets. And then you've got to get out there and pound the pavement. A lot of it is through your agent if you've got them. If you don't, you need to network and you need to find out who's making the choices, who's doing the hiring. And, you know, there's a lot of research that goes into it, but it's, and some, some places do not take unsolicited material. So you have to get in through an agent normally, but again, with the smaller markets and the, and the stations that are out there, some of them will take, because they're not, if they're not union anyways, they'll, they'll often take um, a listen to what's going on. But the training is so important because even before you do your demo, if you can't do your spots within two to three takes, you're not ready. Right. And that's a real, a real thing. You don't want to produce a demo before you're ready to do it because that should show everything you can do. And if you get called in, you can't, you can't reproduce what you did on there within two to three takes. You've lost your opportunity. The door closes on you and it's hard to get it open again. I would caution anyone against having a demo produced by just any old person that produces, say, commercial and narration demos, uh, you know, like a, a demo mill, you know, yes. hey, yeah. here's your weekend workshop. We're going to give you uh, 10 private classes and then we're going to do your demos and then in six months you'll get them back. I mean, those places aren't really good for anybody, but demos in particular for uh, promo I produce narration and commercial demos. I would not even begin to consider producing a promo demo because I haven't had enough. I've done some promo, but I haven't had enough experience in that. What guidelines would you give somebody to make sure they're going to the right person to get a promo demo put together and to train promo? Well, one thing is what the credentials are. You know, definitely what kind of experience have they had in that area? Because having myself been in the promo area for over 30 years and teaching for 16 and producing demos for that 16 years, you know, I know it, I keep on top of it. You've got to make sure that somebody understands the flow, what's happening, the changes. Um, if somebody says, and I say this to people all the time, if somebody says, come take my, my workshop and at the end you'll have a demo, run like heck because truthfully, you're right. That's that's not good. You need somebody who who understands the genre. It is important to ask the right questions, obviously, when you're looking for people who are uh, going to work with you on the demo. They have to understand who you are. They have to understand what you're about and what your your personality is, so they can show that and how it's going to work for the different genres within the promo area. Mm-hmm. It's very important to know that, you know, someone can actually write the spots. My biggest pet peeve is to listen to demos and hear the same spot on three, five, ten different demos. That's yeah. not good. Right. That's really not good. When I produce it, I when we produce, we write our spots. We pull the sound bites, we pull our own music. We create them and produce them as a de- as a spot, but they're not on anybody else's, and they're not being taken from, say, CBS or or TBS. It's not a spot that they've produced. Mm-hmm. 
and now we're pretending like somebody's done it, we're creating our own copy using the sound bites from the shows, but it's our work, it's not theirs, so we're not infringing on that. But also, you want somebody to understand your personality and put that in there. It's not about having a generic read, it's about putting yourself into it. So that's very uh, important. So my suggestion is make sure you get the training you need and then talk to the people. If you if your coaches are, you feel comfortable with, great. You want to find out who's producing, who's done the producing, and listen to samples of the productions. That's really important, too. And a couple of things that, that I would add on this, not specifically for promo demos, because, again, that's not my area, but in other demos, is... If they hand you a folder and say, choose what commercials you want, yeah. run. If they say, okay, you come up with the commercial, you come up with the scripts, and I'll direct you through them, run. Because you don't know what you're doing like the coach is supposed to, but they might not either if they're having you get it. You know, I do promo demos and trailer demos, but also commercial and narration. Because having been an agent... I really understand those areas and know those areas very well. And being a trained actor myself, I do understand what they are. Um, but everything should be written for the individual mm -hmm. because you're absolutely right. If the producer does not understand how to write a spot, you're in trouble because if they don't really understand how to write it, they probably don't know how to direct it either. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, because writing and, and directing really. Because you can write doesn't mean you can direct, but if you're not writing, it's harder to direct what you don't understand what you're trying to get across. Right. So, you're, and, and two, the producer should know who the um, actor is right. and be able to guide their, their specialties to them by writing for that. We've been talking with Joyce Castellanos. And Joyce, could you tell us how people can get a hold of you? What is your email address? My email address is my name, Joyce, J-O-Y-C-E, dot Castellanos, C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-O-S, at gmail.com. Okay, so give Joyce, I've been calling you Castellanos. It's Castellanos. <laughs> Uh, that's why the double L, but everybody, I answered anything. I didn't even know it was Spanish, or of course I would have pronounced it correctly. Anyway, uh, give Joyce an email if you want to find out more information about promo, if you want to find out about training, or talk to her about doing um, demos. Joyce.Castellanos at gmail.com. So thank you so much for joining us, Joyce. We really appreciate it. Thank you. It's a pleasure, and it's always wonderful working with you, Joyce. Oh, thank, thank you so much. And now, the McFadden Minute. When I first set up my voiceover booth, which is actually a fancy way of saying clothes closet minus the clothes, I decided to go paperless, using a remote monitor and controlling the recording software and scripts with a wireless mouse and keyboard. This arrangement has allowed me to use Word files, text files, and PDFs for long-form narration and audiobooks. But recently, I ran into a problem. The audiobook I'd been assigned was a backlisted title from the 70s, and there were no word processing or PDF files available. Shuddering at the thought of rearranging my cramped space to allow for a bookstand, or worse yet, trying to scan a 214-page book on a flatbed scanner, I cast about for an answer. Fortunately, 
I found that the title was available as a Kindle ebook. Even better, I didn't need to invest $100 or more in a Kindle Fire or some other Kindle device. Amazon offers a free piece of software called simply Kindle that works on a PC or a Mac. I installed the software, fired it up on my remote monitor, and started narrating the new book. The Kindle software has a couple of features worth noting. First, you can use simple slider bar controls to adjust the font size or words per line to get just the right sized font for your remote monitor. And second, if you highlight a word with your mouse, the new Oxford American Dictionary pops up so you can check word pronunciations. Plus, you can easily open PDFs in the Kindle application. Word files won't open directly, but you can always save them as a PDF first, then open them in the Kindle software. If you've been considering going paperless in your voiceover booth, but aren't ready to drop five or six hundred bucks for an iPad, give this free Kindle software a spin. Hey, have you noticed my rants always take more than a minute? Maybe I should ask Julie for more time. You've been listening to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast with Julie Williams. Be sure to join us next week for more VoiceOver Insider information and another edition of the McFadden Minute.